long time, this, this movement will continue. Praise God. We started looking at uh, faith. I want us to see Mark chapter 2. Uh, today we're going to be looking at the elements of faith. Elements of faith. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning we thank you. We bless your name for blessing us. We thank you for touching every one of us from seat to seat, from person to person. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are here before we came. Thank you because today you will bless us. Just as we have been blessed, as we worship you, you will also bless us as you speak unto us. And this day, Lord, we pray that it will cause our heart to be hoping to receive blessings upon blessings in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise God. Yeah, we're looking at elements of faith. Faith is one of the topics that have been stretched. You know, it's been stretched. And then some have overstretched it. Because if anything can be overstretched. Okay? You can overstretch anything. So we need a clear understanding about what God is saying on faith. Um, like I said earlier on, I felt I would say it again. As men that are held bound in the grip, under the grip of iniquity, the Lord will lose you. Things you can't tell people, that which you have regarded as your secrets, that which you are wondering, when will I be delivered from this mess, from this shameful thing? And I pray, just as the Lord reveals in my heart, that you will receive your deliverance today in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So what's the, we're looking at the element of faith. The dictionary meaning of the word element is one of the simplest or essential parts or principles of which anything consists. You know, the simplest or essential parts or principles of which anything consists or upon which the constitution of fundamental parts of anything are based. So we want to see the fundamental parts of faith upon what is it based. So when we talk of faith, what are the essential parts of this faith we are talking about? Now, but I'm going to share a story with you from the book of Mark chapter 2. Then we'll go back to Hebrew. Then we stay there by the grace of God. And again, he entered into Capernaum. After some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straight away, many were gathered together, insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. Jesus Christ preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one seed, of the palsy, which was born of four. Four friends were carrying this palsy. He was paralyzed. He couldn't walk. And when they could not come near because 
the room where Jesus Christ was was already filled up, jam-packed. Look at this, very interesting. Filled up. You guys are looking beautiful, so let's not just be thrown out into the spirit. You are looking beautiful. You are looking awesome. You are welcome. God bless you, Jesus' name. All right. Thanks for playing the keyboard for us. We are blessed. And I want to thank everybody. So the room was jam-packed. And then no space for these four friends to bring their friends in to meet with Jesus. So don't, be, don't in any way be thrown away or thrown apart by seeing multitudes. Sometimes Jesus is there, but they don't know how to assess him. So Jesus was in the midst of the multitude, the Bible says, and they come, verse 3, unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. Four people were carrying this one guy. And when they could not come near unto him for the press, people, they couldn't gain access to Jesus. They uncovered the roof where he was. These four guys were desperate that today we are not carrying you back home the way we have brought you here. You are going to walk home by yourself. And so as they approached the entrance, they couldn't enter because people were gathered all around Jesus. And the Bible says, what did they do next? They went on top of the roof and they removed it. That building does not belong to any of them. It does not belong to their father. It doesn't belong to their relatives. And they don't care about the cost of that building. They don't care about the destruction they are causing or causing. All they care about is that this, our friend, must be able to walk back home all by himself. They had a very strong expectation. That is one of the first elements of faith. Hope. The Bible says, faith is what? Substance of things, evidence of things not seen. These guys are substance. They had a conviction in Christ that when we get to him, he's going to make him whole. And so they had that expectation that Jesus would do something with our friends. They uncover the roof. So I could imagine, look at it, in the whole room, people began to hear sound up there. Jesus Christ had to stop his teaching and say, hey, what's happening here? And then all the multitude, they all had to stand still because guys are on faith. Four guys knew what they were looking for. They weren't just in the sect of religious people. They were actually seeking results they want to meet with the expectation. They want their hope fulfilled. So the Bible says when they have broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. So they, they, they had to go and get ropes. Right? The guy was on bed and they got rope and then opened the roof and then they let him down right before Jesus Christ. When Jesus saw their faith, in verse 5, can you read it? When Jesus saw what? Their faith. What did he see? Their faith. Look at Jesus, is not seeing multitude though. 
He said, as I was lying, as I lie down there, God began to speak to me. God is not looking for multitude. Multitude is good. We will get multitude, but he's not looking at multitude. He's looking at their faith. Jesus' attention left the multitude and saw faith of these four guys. He didn't see their face, their faces. He didn't see it. He didn't see the kind of clothes they put on. He didn't even see the man on bed. What did he see? He saw faith. Jesus taught faith and the only thing that God pays attention to is your faith. I said it before, not your cry. Some people know how to cry. They do all kinds of things and God is just looking for one thing. Is there faith in you? If there's no faith, I tell you, you may just be throwing pity parties. So Jesus saw their faith. Now I want to ask you a question. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. Are you living by faith? Or you are just living as life comes to you. That's not life. A genuine Christian, we were saved by grace through what? Faith. We were saved by grace through faith. So grace will not be complete on its own without what? Faith. So that thing that saved us, we must also daily live by it. Because that is what God will see. So Jesus said in verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick. He saw their faith, he said to their situation. He saw their faith, he spoke to their situations. He saw their faith, he spoke to their situations. He saw their faith, he spoke to the mountain. When God sees your faith, he will speak to your situations. That's the reason why you can't just live life without faith in God. Let not your hope be based on anything. Don't stand on sinking sand. Because there are a lot of sinking sand. Your academic sinking sand. Your connection sinking sand. Your wisdom sinking sand. Everything that you have outside of God, they are all sinking sand. So Jesus saw faith and then he spoke into their situation and told the man, Son, thy sins be forgiven. Now I want to bring out a point before we go to Hebrew. You see, everyone there, they couldn't do anything. They became a spectator because four guys were acting out faith. Everyone became a spectator. You know, God is not looking for many people to bring about transformation. He's just looking for one man who will walk and live by faith. Just one. This morning, God is challenging us that before you leave this campus, let your faith be seen by God. When we're in school, several years ago, the school I graduated from every year, the cultists must stop and make the school. I mean, they must... They must, there must be closure of the school because of cultures activities. I and two of my friends told ourselves one particular year, I, we said this year they won't close this school anymore because of cultures activities. So what are we going to do? We're going to pray. We're going to pray our walk for about one hour and then we trekked. We were praying all the way from a very far distance. I had never walked that distance before in my life. And we prayed from there 
prayed into their knee block in the school, and we prayed back that very year, the courtist activity, they actually wanted to do the same thing, but the next day, the school went back to normal. The school went back to normal. One man is what the Lord is seeking for. Don't ever live your life without faith in God. So I want to ask you, what is your expectation in life? What is your hope? If someone should ask you today, what is your hope? What are you living for? That is what we call hope. So what are you living for? What would you say? That is your expectation. What are you living for? Because the very first element of faith is hope. Expectation. Something that's worth living for. Something that you see in the future. We're not talking about the mundane, the temporal. You see, when you live for those things, by the time you come into them, if all you live for is to be one of the richest guys in town, by the time you come into it, you will feel emptiness. The emptiness will just set in. Then you will know that nothing can really satisfy the depth of a man, for it is what? Bottomless. The soul of a man can only be filled by God himself. So please don't live for anything. Live for that expectation that transcends beyond your stay right now. Can we go back to Hebrew chapter 1? I'm going to link the story very soon. Hebrew chapter 1, the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. So the very first ingredient of, I mean, element of faith is there must be hope. There must be expectation. And then the question is, where is your expectation hanging on? Can somebody read it for me from verse 2? For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world's were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The second element of faith is there must be substance. Now that substance I'm talking about is not the verse 1 substance, but it's the one we find in verse 4, verse 30, and verse 31. Please follow me carefully. The Bible says in verse 4, by faith, Sorry, verse 3. We understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. That verse 3 talks about understanding. Sorry, that's the second thing. Understanding. The understanding, your faith will not be effective if there is no understanding. We are not talking about mental assent. That God can do this, then you believe it. No, that's not. That's mental assent. We are talking about the rima, the revealed word of God in your heart. The understanding brought to you by God. The Bible says in that verse 3, through faith we understand. It is by faith we understand. It is by faith revelation comes. It is by faith. Now, how does faith come to you? Faith comes to you by hearing. You are hearing the word of God. When you hear that word, the Bible now says, hearing comes by what? Faith comes by what? 
hearing the word of God. By hearing. And by what? Hearing the word of God. You see, the first hearing is just the hearing you are doing now. By hearing. The second hearing by hearing the word is the second thought of God, the second voice of the words of revelation. Something will remove in your mind. You get to understand what they are saying. That's the reason why some people have been going to church for 20 years, yet they don't know what it means to be born again. Because there is a veil somewhere there. So for, for them to be born again, faith had to be spoken. The words of faith had to come. So until there is revelation, until there is understanding, your faith will not produce results. By faith we understand. By faith we understand the words were framed by the word of God. The revelation. The revelation. Faith is not just you acting on logos. God said it then I will do it. No. is that there must be revealed word of God. And that's the reason why you must be reading your Bible every day. Without the word of God, you are dead. You don't have faith in you. Because what will energize, what will bring alive the faith of God in your heart is his word. So if you are not assessing that word on a daily basis, there will not be understanding. And if there is no understanding, there won't be revelation. Your life will not be lived based on revelation. The third thing is substance. Verse 4. By faith, yes? By faith. Abel offered unto God a better sacrifice. I'm going to get you confused now. Look at this. He offered unto God a better what? Now, it means somebody has offered good sacrifice. Who offered good sacrifice? Cain. But Abel offered what? A more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained what? And by faith he was declared to be righteous. He was declared to be righteous just by offering a substance to God. Look at this clearly. So that in faith, for your faith to be effective, there must be substance. I'm not talking about the first substance, but this substance, can you please go to James chapter 2, verse 17 to 26? There must be works. James 2, 17 to 26. Even so, faith. If it has not works, is dead. Being alone is is ineffective. It's not effective. It's dead. Continue, please. But someone may say. But someone may say. You have faith. And I have actions. And I have actions. Show me your faith. Okay. Without my actions. Without any actions. Yeah. And I will show you my faith by my actions. By my actions, continue. You believe that there is one God. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Even the demons and they tremble with faith. You see, that's that's the faith, that's a belief, that's the faith of so many people. You they believe there is one God. The Bible says, even demons they believe. They now tremble. They believe and they tremble. So demons too have faith, right? And their own faith is not effect ineffective. They tremble, they react 
to the presence and existence of God. Continue. Do you want to prove, you Do, foolish person, okay. that faith without action is worthless? Yeah. Our ancestor Abraham was justified by his actions now, when he offered his son Isaac on the altar, wasn't he? Please look at that. He was justified by what? Does it not look like the Bible is contradicting itself? Because the Bible says it was justified by faith. Now hear this, they said it was justified by what? By actions, by works. So that is, there's an ingredient of faith which people are throwing out and that is works. So there is this thing which we call, there is the law of works and there is the law of faith. All right? The law of works believes that I will produce good works by observing rules and regulations. But the law of faith says, I will believe God. Then when he commands me, I will act. So that my action works is a substance. I am not the one who produces it. I am producing it at what? A command from God. Sorry, let me say this. If you say that you have faith that when you graduate, you are not going to look for a job, there is going to be a word in your heart and that word is to move you to act. That action is a substance that you are presenting. Just like Abraham, God spoke to him, Abraham, sacrifice your only son Isaac. That was a work to be done. There is a command to be obeyed. There is an instruction to follow. What did he do the next day? He took Isaac and he was going to sacrifice him. That was the substance of his faith in God. So when you show me a man that has faith, then you will show me a man There must be works, there must be action that must back up that your faith. You are not just going to be professing it so the moment you are saved by grace through faith, God expects you to start a work and a work. But this time around, this work is not produced by observations of law. It's by what? Commands of faith. That is, God will be speaking things into your heart and you will be carrying them out. God will be giving you command and you will be executing it. God will be instructing you to catch certain roles, certain relationships, go certain places and do certain things and you will be implementing those actions. Those actions you are implementing, they are the works. But those works are produced by faith. That's works of faith, not works of the law. So people that are teaching when you are saved once you are saved forever is an incomplete gospel because look at Romans, Romans chapter 3, verse 27. Romans 3, 27. Romans 3, 27. What? We are not called into a life of doing nothing. We are only called into a life that we will hear commands and we will do. But what? Where is boasting then? Where is boasting then? Yes. By what law of works made or by the law of so it means we have the law of works and the law of faith. 
So we have the law of works. That is what the Old Testament, that's what people are batching and they are talking about. But faith in itself is also a kind of law. Alright, that has to be obeyed. And then when you follow it, it will also produce a work. People will see the faith life, what it has produced. So our work of faith, work of faith, must produce work, fruits, actions. You know, there must be fruits that your life of faith will produce. So as a Christian, look at it. If you are just being religious, you will stay in the church for 70 years and then there won't be works. There won't be any fruits. There won't be any product of your faith life in God. You will live like any other person. Now look at this. Every testimony that can be produced in the church, which the unbelievers are also producing, is nothing that we should clap and then give a standing ovation to. It's not worth it. That's not the reason why Jesus died. I say it again. Every testimony that we give in the church that unbelievers, Muslims, Buddhists can also give, that is not the reason why Jesus has died. He didn't die to give you a car. You don't need Jesus to buy a car. Do you need Jesus to buy a car? Do you need Jesus to be a first class student? Do you need Jesus to go to America? You don't need Jesus. So this testimony, what does it? This testimony is that which can only be produced as a result of the death of Christ. Only as a result of the death of Christ. That is the tangibility of our faith. That is the essence of our faith. It's not just to be put in things that we can acquire. The same thing unbelievers can acquire, then that is the only thing your faith can do for you, then Jesus must have wasted his coming. Because before he came, things are going normal. People are building houses. People are buying things, you know, means of transportation. But he's saying that this our faith is now to assess God. It's a faith that will draw us towards God. It's a faith to bring you to God. It's a faith that will give you the tangibilities in God. Look at it. So what is going to be the profit? What is going to be the profit? What will Jesus profit if at the end of the day all that your faith can acquire are the things that will perish here on earth? What will be God's profit if all that your faith will get you are the perishables? Then there is no profit. This must be things of eternal life. Praise God. Please read on Romans 9.32. 
932. Why not? Why not? Because they do not perform it. Yes. On the basis of faith. Uh-huh. Or as if it were based on achievement. Yes. They stumbled over the stone that causes people to stumble. Did you see that word? They pursue it not by faith, but as it were. By the works. What did they pursue by works? Righteousness. They want to attain righteousness by works. What do they want to attain by works? Righteousness. They want to have a right standing before the Lord by their works. They didn't pursue it by faith. That's the problem. The problem is the way they pursue righteousness. The problem is not the righteousness they are pursuing on its own. The problem is the, the way they were pursuing it by works. When you talk to some people, they say, I'm not doing bad for anybody, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm okay with God. No, without Jesus Christ, you have no place going. Thank you, man. But Israel. But Israel. Who pursued righteousness based on the law. Yes. Did not achieve the law. They did not achieve it. Because the way they were running after it is by the law. What would they produce? Works of the law. Not works of faith. So faith as works, law as works. The works of the law will not measure up to that which God wants from us. But the works of faith is that substance that will bring pleasure to the Father. The third, fourth thing is found in that same Hebrew. Please, let's go back to Hebrew. Hebrew 11. Verse 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation... He had this testimony that he did what? He pleased God. That's another ingredient. We must please God. We must please God. Pleasing God is a very, very important element of faith. Do you know that unbelievers too, they seem to have faith. They just believe and their things work for them. Please, what, what kind of faith is that? They don't believe. See, we, we have to look at it carefully that do, don't ever be mistaken. Don't ever think it that the reason why you are serving God is to give you good things. You don't need God to have good things in life. I'm telling you. So do you see where our church is built? Come and give testimony. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. Praise. And then say, praise God. Last year, I just joined the company. And this year they gave me double promotion with a car. And everybody will shout, they will be happy. They say, bro, thank God for that. No, it happens to unbelievers too. Go to their midst, go and ask Muslims. They will tell you a lot of testimonies. The way you see it, you'll be wondering, is this what my God can do? No, your God wants to do much more. Your God wants to produce a life in you. A life that unbelievers will see, they will be checking. What kind of life is this? So to live by faith, is that life so please 
people have taught us all the while that faith is to receive things from God. No, that's not the only thing. Faith is to walk to God. Faith is to receive a reward. And that reward is not just perishable rewards. Do you know that most of the messages we preach in Africa we never sell in Europe? Go to church. Most of the messages that we sell here, it won't sell in Europe. Because people don't have problem that you are selling here. You sell oil, they don't have problem. They don't need your oil. They don't need those things. And do you know that little by little, the real essence of God is coming? Marriage, if you have been waiting, you will see young ladies. Do you know that in those advanced countries, most people are now saying, I don't even want to marry. I have my husband at home. Do you know the husband? He's a dog. You don't know people are settling for that. They say, I don't need to marry. When it's time for me to be pregnant, I will go. They will do, they will implant another man's palm into me. I will give birth. So I don't have a problem. So don't pray for children for me. I know the way to go about it. You know, the things we have celebrated and we have armed people there as praying and then telling them this is God, men are finding solutions to it. But the only one thing men can't find solutions to, they can't take you to God. And that's the faith we are talking about that will take you to God. The Bible says, Enoch walked with God. He had a testimony that he pleased the Lord and the Lord took him. He was not. He was translated. How did he do it? He was taking a daily steps, not in the physical. He was walking. And one day, Enoch crossed the barrier of the earth and God translated him, took him over. The only man and then Elijah they said they are coming back to that but all I know is that Enoch was translated because he had this testimony he pleased the Lord do you remember Jesus Christ the first thing God told him this is my son in whom I am well pleased hear him God was pleased with Jesus haven't done nothing. He hasn't started ministry. God was pleased with him. The things you acquire doesn't show the approval of God over your life. So we must get it right. In fact, you see some stupid sinners, they are having things go on well for them in life. Things move smoothly. You tell them, say, I don't care. I don't need your God. And you will be waiting that one day God will kill him. Unfortunately for you, God will save you. But you, you have to know, it's not by what I get, it's by pleasing the Father. Very important. The other element of faith is reverential and diligent action. Reverence, from the word reverence, reverential and diligent action. You see, the other verse says, but without faith, verse 6, it is impossible to please him. That is, we can't please God without faith. Then we can please him by faith. So you see, faith, pleasing, God is the element of faith, but how do you get that pleasing? It's also by faith. 
For he that comes to God, look at it. If you look at the Bible, you have colon there. The explanation is trying to explain what they are saying. For he that comes to God, look at how you please God. For he that comes to God must believe. Sorry, I'm still explaining, please. Sorry. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. Look at that word, he is. It means he is in the present. Do you know that sometimes you will need to just stay in a quiet place in order to be able to know that this God is real? There are lots of things in your head that is telling you God is not real. A lot of things in our heads. Because if we believe that God is real, there are a lot of things we will not do. You know, my young boy, he has always been accusing God. He said, why would God allow bad things to happen? I will explain to him. He didn't understand. He will come again. He still came to me yesterday, then I got hungry. I said, go and sit down. That's devil trying to speak. God is righteous. I was trying to fight for God. But he said, that's how it's said. Satan speaks to everybody. Somewhere in our mind, we don't believe God is. We don't believe in, in, in not, not per se its existence, but we don't believe it's in charge. We don't believe it's as present as it claims to be. We just believe somewhere in our mind, it doesn't know about this thing. How would he know what is happening to me presently? But the Bible says that he that comes to God must believe that he is. He's there. He's in your life. He's with you. He's seeing your situations. He's aware. He knows about what you are going through. He knows about the pains in your heart. But devil wants to make you understand or feel that he is not. This is how this guy, Enoch, pleased God. Let me surprise you. It may surprise you to know that Enoch was not hearing voice of God like Adam did. But the conviction in his heart was so strong to know that there is an existence, there is one that exists, and he's present. And he was just pursuing God and thinking that it's possible. That's why they didn't say so much about Enoch. You don't have so much things to study about Enoch. They spoke about him in Genesis, then in Revelation. That's all. So that man must have believed so much that God is. You know why? Because all the people before him, they didn't believe God is. Enoch must have believed God is because the people before him they have lost touch with God but Enoch believed God is God exists I'm telling you the truth that will be one of the reasons why God had to say come on so in our generation when it's becoming difficult to serve the Lord it's becoming difficult to work with the Lord there are too many cheap messages that is telling you do whatever you want to do. You are still permitted. God is still accepting you. Then you find grace to believe that God is. He sees me. He knows my name. He has me inscribed on his palm. He knows about what I'm passing through. He knows about my difficulty. God is. He knows about this failure that I'm going through now, this pain that I cannot explain, God is. He is there. 
So when you have known God is, the next thing is that you will know that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You see diligence there? That is, we have to seek him diligently. The word diligence is it's, it's not hard work. It means you have to be very circumspect. You have to be cautious in how you seek him. Not basa basa. You have to be deliberate. Not anyhow. Diligence seeking. There is this God. I want to see him. I want to see him. Can I tell you the truth? People are advancing. I'm telling you the truth. In Nigeria, they are advancing. They want to see God. It's not that they will say, we have seen him physically. You just see them, they are becoming like God. Like Jesus. They are advancing. They want to... Those guys, they want to throw away religion in the churches and turn it away. Church is, going, church is not going to continue the way it is today. I'm telling you the truth. The way church is now, it won't continue like that. A time will come, so many churches will be empty. Those churches that have been telling lies to people, giving people what they want, they will be empty. They won't have anybody to come and hear them again. Those are the times when Jesus is about to come. Great revival will take place all over the world. People will be seeking God. You tell them, come and take healing. They will say, I don't need healing. I want God. Come and take deliverance. I say, no. I lay my hands on you, you fall. I said, no, I'm not falling. I want to see Jesus. You tell if you are not married, we'll give it. He said, no, I'm not looking for us. Wife, I'm not looking for us, but can you give me God? Do you have God there? He said, there are many pastors that have not been giving people God. They will have no preachings to do anymore. The fifth thing is reliability. The word of God can be relied upon. Look at verse 11. Please, can we begin to rehearse ourselves to rely on the word of God? Do you know you need faith to rely on this word? If you think it too well, you will not rely on it. Think it well. In fact, within five minutes, just in our life. You know, recently the devil has been saying, so, so this Bible, are you saying there's mistakes? Yes. Look at it, you will see a lot of mystics. You will see, you are looking for mystics. You will see it. That's why the Muslims are punching those, they are bringing down those mystics. They will tell you, the Bible says here 20,000, but here it mentioned 2,000. You will see plenty of that. But you see, one major reason why this Bible is authentic, do you know why? Because after its long greeting, they still discover so many parchments and they compare it with what has already been written. And they found out that it's the same thing. It's not Quran. Quran was doctor. It was Othman, Caliph Othman, who said brings all other Qurans, all other writings, and he burnt it. The Muslims don't deny that. You tell them, they won't deny it. Othman, but he burnt everything. He said, We have only one. Then they begin to say it's come from heaven. So when you burnt everything, but Bible is not like that. You write your own, you write your own, I write my own. Then we will see over time. It's the same thing. So you need faith to believe this word of God in your mind that this is the word of God. When you believe it, you can rely on it. You can say, God told me. That's where it should start from. That's why people will no longer be deceived because they will read the word of God. And you know when we were young, when they say, what did God tell you today? What we are saying is that, what did you read in the Bible? Because it is in that Bible, God is speaking to you. So if I say, what did God tell you? When you are reading your Bible, you are looking for something that you will claim by faith. That this is what God said to me. You say, God is talking to me that I should not be talking too much. 
because I read a place where a man talked too much. God is telling you I should not be angry because I read how Moses was angry and he couldn't. So that's what God is saying to you. Moses has died. But God's word is not dying. He's alive. God is. So when we read the Bible, God is not talking about Moses again. He's not talking about Elijah again. They have died. Peter have died. They live on dough. But anything the Bible is saying about them is for me. It's not for them. The word of God is real. Look at what the Bible says in verse 11. True faith also, Sarah herself, received strength. Strength. It's true faith. To conceive seed. And was delivered of a child when she was past age. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Judged God faithful. How did she receive strength to conceive? She judged God faithful. So I would say this. Sarah brought God to the court of law. And then they asked him, Do you believe the words he said to you? And Sarah said, Yes, my Lord. I believe that he is faithful. Do you have the word of God? If you don't have the word of God, I want to encourage everybody. Just give. If you can't be reading the Bible consistently, start with just five minutes. I'm telling you. It takes a deliberate action on your part. Start with five minutes. Go to the most interesting part. Go to John. And then, if that out of that five minutes, you just want to read one verse, I tell you, you are permitted. At least you have not been reading it every day before. Now you just want to start reading it every day. So just start with one verse and then think about it and think about it and think about it. Ask questions. For over 23, 4 years, I am not sure I have 10 days where I have not read the Bible. 10 days. Over 23 years. I'm not sure there's 10 days that you can say, oh, 10 days you can't count it. Sometimes when I wake up, ah, I didn't read my Bible yesterday, I will realize I have opened it. <laughs> so you don't have 10 days for me, 23 years that I didn't read my Bible. Because daring is life. Please do not invest more time on anything than God. You'll be cheating yourself. So we are just saying, start with just five minutes. Gain and get instructions from the word of life. Sarah conceived because she judged God faithful. The word of God is reliable. Do you know why those four guys could get their miracle? They didn't read the Bible like we are reading today. They heard. Before they brought their friend, they heard. They said that. Do you know that man of policy has been like that for how many years? The mother and the father, they heard about Jesus. They don't think of it. They say, Oh, can't reach me. It's unreachable. But this one guy said, We'll take you. Carry his head. Put your hand in. Let's go. And people will be laughing at them. <laughs> Where are you going? You can't hit that. They say, Don't worry. We, we are coming back. Kofi will come back home working on his two legs today. Please take him to where he has been begging for money. So at least today he will get money. They said, Mama, we do we are not begging for money today. We are taking it to you. We have heard about how he has healed several other people. And here they judge Jesus' words faithful. And so they, they never saw barrier. Faith will never see barrier. 
they never saw barrier. They don't have access to Jesus. Every other person that I've gathered, they are mostly religious people. Some of them are accusers. Because immediately Jesus said, your sins have been forgiven. Somebody started accusing Jesus. Can you imagine the followers? Some pastors don't know the kind of followers they have until maybe they die. People say, we have been wondering. That's how he's been doing it. I was talking to, I was talking to somebody. Let me not see it. You know, some pastors don't know the kind of people following them. You just think they respect you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Then maybe you die or you are not there. But same thing, the same people listening to Jesus, one of them started accusing Jesus. Why would he say? They were thinking in their heart. Then Jesus caught their thoughts. But these four guys, when they brought that guy, they had faith, they judged that the word of God is true. Make exercise yourself. Begin to exercise your faith. Because if you don't, every understanding you have sometimes in the future there will be challenges that you will not be able to handle with your intellect there will be challenges you would not be able to handle with money it will defy all kinds of things and that was the kind we had last year covid 19. covid 19. you don't even have chance to chance to go to church and pray stay in your house no pastor can deceive anybody. Stay in your house. They say, connect to God directly. Direct connection. No, no pastor here. Then some pastors say, we will still connect. You know, all of us pastors will say, we'll connect. On Sunday, dress up, stand before. It's, it's not as effective. So we must learn to connect to God directly. Number six, then I just move on from there. Just talk. Persuasion. Faith, you must be persuasive. I joined that with endurance. You know, when you look at one of the most important elements of faith is that you are persuaded. Did you see the three Hebrew guys? They were persuaded. They believed God beyond doubt. They said the God whom you serve is able to save us. Even if he will not save us, we will not deny him. You have to, are you persuaded? Are you persuaded about this Christianity, about this life of faith? You've got to be persuaded. You've got to be persuaded. You've got to believe beyond any iota of doubt all around you. You've got to believe God. You know, if you are not persuaded, somebody will just come one day and say, we will give you one million dollars. All we just want you to do is uh, just change from being a Christian to Muslim. You say, ah, it's not hard. It's not hard at all. It's easy. Which name would you like me to bear? They said, choose any name yourself. They said, ah, I know. Mumin Mohammed. Abdul Mumin. Is it not to go to mosque and do like this? You know your heart is, is it not to go to mosque? And I'll be pretending like I'm praying, but I'll be praying to Jesus. Because you don't know what you have. So they can use money to buy it off you. Because you are just there by reason of birth in that Christianity home. Or Christian home, sorry. So, but when you are persuaded in your heart, nothing can separate you from God. Not death. Not any form of failure. I can't forget a girl when we were in secondary school, she failed her exam. And she threw off herself on the ground. She said, Lord, I'm not serving you again. Then I can remember what I thought within my heart. I said, see this one. You know, you are serving God. For what? God is in you. So if you don't serve God again, will he refuse to be God? 
You know the way we should be thinking about stuffs? If you don't serve God again, it doesn't reduce anything from you. That's the first thing you must see. Anytime you want to get angry with God, or anytime the devil is pointing you to something that is not going on well in your life, first of all, know that this God up there is faithful. You are persuaded. You believe beyond reasonable doubt that this God is faithful. Let's read them with close, please. Hebrew 14. If you are there, just help me read 23. Then I'll jump to 35 and 38. Hebrew 14. 11, 14. For they that, such, that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had, have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is an heavenly Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city. What were they pursuing? All these guys. A country. Eh? Abraham, what was he pursuing? A country. Enoch, what was he pursuing? Abel. All of them. Noah. They were looking for a country. They weren't looking for anything here on earth. Please, if they are looking for anything here on earth, are they still here now? Do you know that some teachings they are teaching people is how to grab this earth? Those teachings are devilish teachings. They are poisonous. All you see is how to become something here. It's how to become something here. It's good to become something here. But if that is all you see, you have been cheated. You have been robbed. These guys were looking for a country. And some people will come and teach. They say, these people, their faith is not our own faith. You will soon see if you give me time. They say, that's their own faith. Our own faith is looking now unto Jesus. Nonsense thing. Look at the opening of chapter 12. These are witnesses. The Bible says, without us, they are not perfected. Does it mean he's saying they are inferior to us? It's a relay. They have run their own, giving you the best. He said, finish it. So you are not telling me that you are more powerful. No, they are not saying they, you are, they are inferior to you. They are saying they have become cloud of witnesses. They are now watching. The elders. They say, we did our own well. Abraham will say, I did it well. I ran. I wanted to sacrifice Isaac. You, they are only telling you don't cheat in the exam. See what you are doing. Do it well. Do it well. Come on. Do it well. I'm not asking for your son. The Bible said you are not resisting unto blood. They are not asking for your son. Me, they ask for my son. What they are asking for you is just stop lying. Just stop lying. Paul, you like to watch Paul. Stop it. That's all. Are they asking you to kill yourself? You are not getting your team. Just stop that thing. Stop it. Just stop it. Then you see Daniel will come. And I will say, but me, I was a chief. One of the rulers. I was frustrated. You know. They they cast with Daniel. Yeah. You see that? (laughs) Did you see? Mm. Eh? They were castrated. Eh? You don't say the middle of castrated? They can't bomb. They can't have fun. So those guys will say, yet we serve God. You do they castrate you? They just say, wait, wait, wait five years till you marry. Wait. They say, what to do now? They say, wait. You say, hey, those guys have quality life. You should be ashamed of yourself. 
You see some preachers, the way they hammer these guys that have lived ahead of us is by grace we are enjoying. So when you hammer them, they will look at you and say, no problem, Jesus came after, no problem. We didn't have Jesus. Joseph will say, I didn't have Jesus, I ran away from that woman. You, you will stay. The woman is not even coming to you, you are the one going to her. Me, I ran. Please, you know you will have been enjoying. Madam, leave me alone. Madam, leave me alone. No, leave me alone. Leave me alone. They go and meet my wife and say, Madam, they fired me like they feel my was watching yesterday. Those guys, they didn't have Jesus. And they are, people are now claiming, those guys, they are now telling us we should, they are witnesses, cloud of witnesses. They are watching. They are talking. They say, oh, this is not how we did it. That's why people like Paul followed after their steps in new covenant. You see, Paul, he labored more than all these guys inside. You see, Paul suffered more than all of them. They were all being glorified. Were they not glorified? But Paul, the moment he found Jesus, his suffering started. Please, that's the father of grace, if we are to say it. He's the one who brought this grace. He's the one who came to us Gentiles. So why are people taking part of his teachings? They are leaving the remaining. Take everything. Look at his, his, his reports. Look at Paul's report. He suffered. They beat him. You can imagine Jew, Duncan, for preaching. They just give him Cain in his back. Yeah! 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 And he calls his message. He says, Oh God. <laughs> but our men of God now, is that not? But Paul, they were beating him. Those guys said something. As I was reading, even up to now, we don't have a permanent dwelling place. They don't know where the night will meet them as they traveled. And people were torturing him on what time he was there. He said, I received latches of care. All kinds of suffering. He said, in need. They suffer poverty. They suffer need. Then I began to tell my wife, I said, let's be careful. Do you think these guys don't have opportunity to also collect money from the church members? And be eating it. You think they don't have? To say, yes, we are men of God. You think our men of God today are more superior than them? Or you are thinking, oh, they don't have so much money that time like we have now. It's a lie. Oh. They can also sign from people that time. But you know what Paul, Paul was doing? Paul was collecting money from the Gentiles church. He was taking it to Jerusalem church. You see what he was doing? He called it distribution to necessity of the saints. So that was what he was doing. He would collect from here. And he would take to these ones. Our time is gone. I will stop here. This is the essence of faith. Please don't forget. You, you see, why you are in Christ is not to make more money. You will make more money. But Christ will help you. But when he has helped you, you have to integrate your faith. That is, in this more money I have made now, Lord, where is your home? What do you want me to do? Tight. Okay. How far? Then this one I will give to this. That in that, as you make that more money, you will have to show that money as a faithful money. You will use it the way other people have not been using their money. That's when we say you have integrated your faith. It's not that my faith gets me money, gets me good job. No, that's not, that's not it. Because same thing you are going to get, useless unbelievers. I mean, what I mean by useless is means that people that they don't know God, they will get more of that.
Elon Musk is going to Mars to do what? Why is he not distributing that money? Please. You see, the world can't be better. The world can't be a better place. Anybody who is deceiving you, the world will be a better place. They are demon people, though. They are antichrist. This world is not going to get better. Distribute that money for all of us. Do you know what these guys are thinking in their mind? They are thinking of a way of escape, a better place than the planet Earth. 